y'all. Welcome to the Nuga Bell podcast, all about stories of the South, straight from the sources. I'm your host, Kate Robertson, and I'm based in the scenic city of Chattanooga, Tennessee. Join me and my guests as we talk about all things Chattanooga, life in the South, and beyond. Now pour yourself a cup of coffee or a glass of sweet tea and join us. We're so glad you're here. Welcome. We are back on the Nuga Bell podcast, and I'm super excited to be here with the fellas from Naked River Brewing Company, which is a new brewery opening soon in Chattanooga. So we've got Nate Woods, our head brewer, Jake Ralston, our president, Trey, I don't know your last name. Trundle. Okay, and your sales. Be sales. And Joe, our head cook. Yep, Persinger. Yep. Awesome. I am super excited to have you all here. Awesome. Um, so are all y'all from Chattanooga or how did you end up here? Uh Trey and I are from Chattanooga and so is Joe. Um oh, and Yeah, he's a he's a, he's a transplant coming coming all the way from Pensacola. Um yeah. so that yeah, I grew up cool. in Pensacola, Florida, and then I moved up to Asheville uh in search of beer and I just kept going. So I went to school uh for beer in Asheville. Interesting. Where in Asheville? Uh, South College. Okay. Uh, there's a satellite school from the Knoxville campus. Interesting. And I did a, their like beer program. So I have a certificate in like professional brewing science. I didn't know that was a thing. Master's in brewing. Yeah. Now, now <laughs> they want to go back to school, right? <laughs> I already have one master's degree. I don't, not sure if I want another one, but that's really cool. Yeah. Uh, so Nate and I actually met in college, uh, actually when I was back at Ole Miss, uh, I had a roommate at the time that we met through scuba diving, side story, went down to go scuba diving in Pensacola, met Nate, and then uh, we've been friends for, you know, that entire time, all the way through all of his journeys as well yeah, as mine. Absolutely. Um, what was it, right around my wedding, back in November, uh, we made the call, I was like, hey man, um, we either got to do this or I'm moving to Houston. <laughs> and and, and he, he was like... All right, let's go. <laughs> so, that was, was right around the Yeah, yeah that's about that's when we started. That. <laughs> He's like, I don't want you to go to Houston. And it's sad to say, but it was all about the timing. And, and we, we found out that the building that was available, really after I had made the decision, I called my boss at the time. I said, hey, I'm, I'm going to retire from this line of work and start a brewery. And he was super excited for us. He's actually one of our investors, which was really cool. Awesome. And then two weeks later, the Houston flood happened as I was looking for houses down there. So it was like this whole big push, go make beer. Um, Sometimes so, the signs are just there. Yeah, the signs, <laughs> the signs were definitely there. Yeah. So um, it was kind of a cool story. Uh, and then my longtime uh, friend that I've known for, uh, since, I guess, sixth, seventh grade at Macaulay, I actually knew Joe and called me up and said, man, I got this incredible cook that, you know, just would love to be a part of your team. So that's how we all kind of came together. I know this guy my entire life. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> I've, I've known him my entire yeah, life. Yeah, <laughs> Crazy enough, he was actually a year below me in high school. So yeah. uh, I actually know him through high school. But we never really, once I graduated, I'd, I mean, I stayed in Chattanooga, but I never really yeah, contacted never. people. Yeah, we never back really in high hung school. out, and then everything's just kind of come all... full circle and brought us all back to the same spot. It's pretty neat. Chattanooga has a out. tendency to do that, I've it noticed. Does. Yeah, it really <laughs> it does. does. It does. Yeah, you could, you could, you know, it's funny, it's, it's the biggest small town that there is. Yeah, you know, you exactly. see people on a daily basis, 
you know, like how, how does this happen? Like we're just all running in the same circles, but small enough where that, that really happens, but still big enough to where, hey, we can support a, another great brewery coming into town. So so how did you land on the name Naked River? <laughs> well, there's... <laughs> I love that start. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now there's a, you know, I, and I'll let Nate tell his side of the story, but basically oh, I, good. Grew, <laughs> I grew up I grew up on the river. Uh, and so that's where the river aspect come, came from. So now he gets to tell the naked side, but, but more importantly... Uh, what it what it really what we wanted to do is we wanted to find a name that encompasses like how much fun that we think we are it may not really be that much fun, yeah. uh, <laughs> but we think we're a lot of fun. Uh, we wanted something we that kind of brought that in there, and as well, really kind of described how we wanted our process to be as far as to the consumer. We wanted a, a wide open door type concept where you come in, you learn the brewing experience, you learn the cooking experience, and you see it happening all right in front of there. It's not behind closed doors. You don't just magically get a can in your hand, open it up and drink it and say, I don't really know where that came from. Everything from the information classes and when you get to come down and see the brewery, you'll see it's just a wide open space um, and you can see every little aspect going on. You may come in one day, drink beer, and there'll be people over there actually canning. I mean, how many people in Chattanooga actually have watched a canning line run? You know, it's a, it's a really cool process. So I want to let you tell the naked side of the story now. <laughs> oh, man. I've always just been like the big hairy guy. And for a while, <laughs> I would just get a little too sauced and then I would get naked and then I became kind of a Sasquatch figure <laughs> and I've pursued that. So that to me, I wanted to, I started brewing almost 10 years ago on my own and I wanted to start a brewery called the Naked Yeti. And then we kind of paired up and we were like, this is perfect, you know? It's a little bit of you. It's a little bit of me. Like, it's that fun spirited, just like be on the water. It's perfect. And it like, ask anybody. That's our style. That brand is like, that's who we are. After like 10 minutes, people are like, yeah, that's ridiculous. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah, guys are weird. But people love it. You yeah. know, it's hard to turn down like a name. And that's the biggest thing is people are going to come just to question that. Like, what is a naked river? Like, what is that? Yeah, like, what is exactly. happening there? So it's a, it's fun. We want to keep it fun. We want to keep it well educated um, and be you know that transparent. Just like anytime someone has a question at the bar, at you know eating barbecue, you know exactly what you want to know. Like we're there to help. Awesome. So just make sure when you Google search. That you put Naked River Brewing in. If you stop yeah. at Naked River, we've gotten a lot. That was funny because that was one of the things that was on our list was when we Google search Naked River Brewing, we wanted to make sure that there was nothing else out there. And instantly, as soon as we created a website, we were the, the very top of Google searches. But then I got a lot of people called me up and said, if you leave off brewery, it kind of gets a little strange. So Real quick. Real quick. <laughs> Real quick. Real quick. Uh, we've gotten some great tags on our Instagram and yeah. some other things. So yeah. that's, oh, I'm sure. <laughs> makes it even more fun. But that's what ties it into being that fun, weird spirit. It's like, yeah, yeah. yeah that's cool. We embrace that. Mm -hmm. so. so what kind of beers do y'all envision yourselves making or what have you already made? So most of what we'll be doing is a few German lagers and mostly American style. Okay. Um, so anything as far as the lagers, uh, I have a really nice Pilsner that we've tried out a few times. And then an Oktoberfest. And we're hoping to be open for that one. That beer is worth serving year-round at this point. Uh, aside from that, we're going to have mostly American ales. Uh, a couple IPAs, you know, some sessionable stuff, a wheat ale. Probably a nice Belgian Saison as well. Um, and just then we're going to 
just go, run with it, basically. So we're going to do some fun stuff. We've we paired a few of our beers with local ingredients from, like, the market. Um, I actually did a cucumber saison, and I got all my cucumbers down there. Interesting. It's uh, really good. Uh, I did a wheat really ale, refreshing. and we've actually uh, paired up with Positivity, um, and she's down there at the market every Sunday. I love her stuff. Tea. Yeah. I buy stuff from her all the time. Yeah. So we paired up with her, and I put that as a cold steep into a wheat ale. Ooh. Um, what tea did you use? The happy tea. So it's it's a little bit of cinnamon, uh, some sage, a uh, little bit of hibiscus, and ginger as well. And it's a, it's a white tea, so it blends really nicely with the wheat ale. Mm-hmm. And so we're trying to do some weird stuff like that, but at the same time, you know, we're going to get some barrels. We're going to do some barrel-aged stuff. Um, we're hoping to do maybe some sours later in the year. Um, just keep it fun and always something different. You know, once we have our core beers established, then we can really start playing with it. So one that we're doing is uh, we're actually going to do a moon pie stout. <gasps> yeah. I love moon pies. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so that one's going to be a lot of fun because what we're going to do is crumble up about a thousand pounds of moon pies to make this beer. It's, it's a light bodied stout, but it drinks exactly like a moon pie should. Yeah. You'd be very surprised on like how, I mean, it's, it's not filling at all. Like what you typically see a stout. Uh, we've had it during the summertime and it was actually, um, I, I had a dream about it one night in my previous job and I called my wife and I said, we need to put moon pies into a beer. We had some war stouts before, but I knew some of the guys from Chattanooga Bakery. So we did it. Um, it turned out really well. We did it again. It turned out really well again. I'm like, man, this is this is just that good of a beer. You wouldn't believe how much marshmallow comes out. You would think, okay, mm-hmm. moon pie, you're probably going to get a lot of chocolate and some like graham cracker. It's actually the marshmallow that really shows through more than anything else. And that's that was cool to me when that first... So y'all are going with chocolate moon pies? Because they're about like five or six flavors. Yeah, but in the future, we're going to experiment maybe possibly with some of the other ones. I mean, they got salted caramel, they got the banana flavors. Strawberry. Banana would be interesting in like a Hefeweizen. Yeah. Yeah. I'm really bad at like pronunciation, (laughs) but because those usually have like a little bit more of a banana flavor. Right, right. So we we thought about doing a salted caramel one too as well, but now we've we've got a great relationship with uh, Chattanooga Bakery. Um, and they're super excited for us. They, they stop by <laughs> once a week to see if, if we're open yet. And uh, we're going to have cornhole boards done with, you know, some of the Moon Pie logos and yeah, beer break. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, no, but that's, that's, that's been, uh, that's, there's been a lot of hype developed around that beer. And, and I can't wait. It's so funny. Our first beer tasting event, we, you know, one of the first ones, we kind of held back the Moon Pie uh, because, it was kind of a real hot summer day and so many people we came up and uh said to us they're like oh you're out of all your other beer out of beer yeah we blow in the kegs like oh we've got lots of stout oh i don't drink stouts right please just try it and next thing we know they're standing in line waiting there and holding out like double hands full of glasses waiting for more move by stout so that's how i was with stouts yeah i always said i didn't like them and then i had one i think it was the love supreme from heaven and ale and I was just like... Yeah, that's yeah. that bottle that we had. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's a killer beer. Mm-hmm. They did a really good job Was that, that the one. drop of beer you left me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, here you go, Dre. We, we got a little sip left for you, and it was so. literally just a drop from the cup. He was like, oh, it's a little less than I thought. Sorry. <laughs> I was like, oh. 
I make, I do beer brownies, and I usually make them with the Love Supreme, but I kind of want to try it with that moon pie. Yeah. Yeah, 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 definitely. That sounds really good. Layer we're, some actual moon pies in there. Yep. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Now we're talking. Not our pounds. I like it. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, <laughs> we need to talk about this. Yeah. yeah. We'll save that for after we're done recording. <laughs> All right, so now we're going to play with my jar. If you've been listening to the show, you know what the jar is, but if you're a new listener... This is my little mason jar. Well, it's not really that little, but my mason jar filled with colorful pieces of paper with fun questions and icebreakers and all sorts of fun stuff just to help everyone get to know who I have on my show. So I will go first and we can all answer. Oh, yeah. We everyone's. can all do these? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. All right. Your favorite book you read in school. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> What's a book? Yeah. Uh, no. Do you guys read? Cliff <laughs> Notes. I was a Shakespeare nerd. I was an English major in college, so Shakespeare was my jam. Hamlet, okay. Hamlet in particular, was my favorite. I like it. Oh man, I like it. All right, go. Oh, what's your answer? What's your what's your favorite book? Oh wait, I'm sorry. I thought I was supposed to grab one. <laughs> <laughs> Is that how we do this? Or yeah, everyone answers. Oh, okay, same. same. Okay, okay. Uh, favorite book read in school, man. That's a good question. Um, it's been a while. <laughs> to, uh, to Kill a Mockingbird. We'll go with To Kill a Mockingbird. Because so, it's story. the only one that I remember ever actually reading all the So I read To Kill a Mockingbird in eighth grade. And my eighth grade English teacher was just like the spawn of Satan. And she made me hate everything we read. And as I've gotten older, I've kind of realized that, like, she's the reason I hate that book, not because it's a bad book. <laughs> and in my older age, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to give it another chance. I'm going to reread To Kill a Mockingbird without that awful teacher, and I'm going to love it. I'm yeah. feeling all the positive vibes. I have, not, yeah, I have not started yet. this yet, but <laughs> stay tuned. <laughs> I will reread love To Kill it. a Mockingbird. <laughs> Try. Mine might shock you. Um... I would have to say my favorite book would be uh, probably either The Odyssey or The Iliad. I loved The Odyssey! Oh, wow. Yeah, right. that's probably my, my favorite. Philosopher over here. I just love ancient history stuff. I don't know a lot about it, but I just love reading about it. And I like The Odyssey. I love The Odyssey. Um, I, I really like the real Southern Grit books. Uh, the kind of just... Scary, like Old South. William Gay was one of my favorite artists. Uh, Twilight, uh, a couple of others books that were just took you down to the Old South. You know, the Vampires um, Twilight. No, 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 no. Right. <laughs> I was about to be putting that on the air. That's your favorite book. No, for those who don't know that category, knows that there was a Twilight before that. That is, I was uh, fixing to judge you real hard. <laughs> Not by William Gay, and I couldn't even tell you who wrote Twilight. It's pretty sad, but I'm just gonna throw that out there too. So, um, but yeah. <laughs> Uh, I'm trying to. I mean, mine's pretty obvious. I've got it tattooed on the back of my leg, but for me, it was the Giving Tree. Okay. And that one just to me, it's it's gotten me through some stuff. And I was like, man, like this is my favorite book. Not because it's super easy to read and there's big pictures, <laughs> but <laughs> uh, so yeah, I got this one done a couple years ago, and I have. I mean, it's pretty much my whole calf, and to me, you know, it's like a little daily reminder to just kind of give back. So I I like it. It's a children's book, but. Uh, Those are I tried. Deeper meaning I tried. Yeah. Yeah. 
Okay, now you can pick. Okay. (laughs) I'm going to go back with the same one I grabbed originally. (laughs) Guilty pleasure food is... Ooh, man. I'm a... I'm a real big sugar guy. Uh, I mean, it's like nothing for me to sit down at like at the night and eat like a whole bag of gummy bears. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, so just gonna go ahead and say yeah, anything sweet candy. Uh, yeah, that's that's I can get myself in trouble there. Yeah. Well, not I guess that coming out of the so what, yeah. Yeah. so what you're saying is I should make you. The brownies with the milk. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I think yeah, we'll do yeah. a little collab on yeah. that. Yeah. Wait, so the whole yeah, reason absolutely. that you didn't want to do desserts at the brewery is because you're afraid you're going to eat all of them? Because this totally makes sense? The no. truth comes out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my weakness. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, oh, my turn. Yeah. Um, what are you thinking, Mr. Trey? So I'm a big, if I ever just like need something to snack on. I always have a bag of Reese cups in my freezer. Yeah. In your freezer. In my freezer, yes. And then you eat them fresh out of the freezer. Mm-hmm. Oh man, <laughs> they are so good frozen. Wait, come back to us now. Come back to us. Yeah. Now. <laughs> yeah. What? Where am I? I've never. I love Reese's cups, but I've never yeah. put them in the freezer. Try them out of the freezer. Yeah. I also don't put my Thin Mints in the freezer. What? Oh my gosh. I also don't really like Thin Mints all that much. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's I not fair. Fair enough, fair enough. Fair enough. Okay. What about um, you? I, I'm a big mac and cheese fan. I like smoked lobster mac and cheese, a pimp and mac and cheese. Uh, you name it. I'm, I'm hoping that I can squeeze that one in onto the menu at the brewery where I can throw some brisket in there, some homemade bacon, uh, but just awesome mac and cheese. And besides that, uh, living the last five years in Louisiana, Cajun food is, that's any one of those things would just, yeah, that's, that's it for me. I love a good honey bun. Yeah. <laughs> like, you go, gas like, station honey, honey bun? bun? Yeah. 50 cent jumbo. Yeah. <laughs> like my go-to breakfast of champions is like mellow yellow and honey bun. <laughs> Yes, I can take this. <coughs> I can do anything. My <laughs> poor college student breakfast was a handful of Honey Nut Cheerios and a Coke Zero. So <laughs> perfect. Yes, <laughs> my guilty pleasure foods: mac and cheese is one of them. Buy it. My other one is fried rice. Ooh, I yes. love like yeah. greasy, disgusting takeout fried rice. Buy it. Mm-hmm. Yes. I love yeah, fried rice for sure. Okay, your turn. My turn. All right. A little, little Tokyo on Hickson Bike. Oh, yes. Uh, so that's, <laughs> yeah, that's, Good to oh, know. Yeah, a little Tokyo on Hickson Bike. All right. After a long day at work, you'll probably find me dot, dot, dot. If you're asleep. <laughs> sleep. <laughs> I'm either at home taking a nap or uh, these guys are dragging me to the bars. One of those two. I usually <laughs> here lately been going home taking me a nice nap yeah. after a long hard day of work. Yeah. You stopped working? <laughs> what? What? Oh, bull Oni, I work like crazy. <laughs> uh Tremont. <laughs> yeah. So I uh, uh, I love Tre- Tremont so much and end up buying a house right up from Tremont. So So would you go so far as to say that Tremont has the best burger in town? I definitely agree. I've tried oh, yeah. I, I, I'd be willing to try more and people have told me to go out and try different ones and I still come back to Tremont's every single time. Mm-hmm. There's places that have better patties maybe, but when it's just all built and put together and it holds up so well, it's it's Mm, it's well done. It's My well done. top perfect. two are Tremont and Main Street Meats. 
Yeah. Yeah. Someone just told job. me to try Main Street yeah. Meats burgers. You absolutely yeah. should. Really I've had, yeah. had one down there, and it, it is good. Um, it's, it's a little more manageable than a Tremont. I always it say, is. like, you don't go to Tremont for lunch unless you're planning on not doing anything the rest, the rest of the day, of the day yeah. because yeah, you yeah. will be in a food. So I've, I've got yeah. it down pat, so what my wife and I go in there to do is she orders a full salad and I order a burger, and then we just half eat. So I take out the salad and have the burger. It's like the, the best meal in the world. Um, pro tip. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, pro yeah. tip right there. Yeah. And then yeah, you still get a full side of tater tots, so... And you gotta order the tater tots. Tater tots with a side yeah. of honey mustard. Yeah. So. Tots, Always yeah. honey mustard. I'm such a honey mustard okay. person. Yeah. Ranch and sriracha. No. No. Honey no. Oh. <laughs> we, I know. We went down that road for a while. I know. We went down that road Don't for a while. Don't ruin ranch like that. We, 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 we've been there. Trey and I were there. Uh, we got our mugs together at yeah. Trey We've been there a long time. So. <laughs> Residents. Long, longer than there. we want to yeah. admit. Where are you a long day after work? Uh, work. More work. Think about work. I'm in a beer. A couple beers. Couple <laughs> For beers. sure. <laughs> I like your, your safe spot with the bathtub. Don't shut. Oh, man. Yeah. Bubble bath? For sure. <laughs> yeah. Beer and bubble bath. It's a whole new shower beer. <laughs> Take it to the next level. Yeah. 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 The only problem is they, I haven't been able to fit in a bubble bath since I was like five years old. <laughs> <laughs> so I get in the bathtub and I'm just kind of like knees touching your head. Clown car. <laughs> one of those sitting tubs. Yeah, ones you just can't even sit down in. Y'all are gonna come into the brewery one day and I'm just gonna be bathing in the kettle. It's fine. <laughs> it's totally fine. There's a shower head in here. They got beer. They got beer hotels now. So yeah, yeah, bathe in the beer for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. There's stuff in beer that's like good for your skin, though, isn't it? Yeah, there's a oh, lot yeah. of silicone that's in the, and that comes out of the beer and the grains and a lot of that's, I mean, it's really good for your skin. So um, <laughs> there's a guy. At, there's a guy at the market who makes soap yep, with beer all soap, the yep, yeah. Yep, from, we, we both got bought that. Yeah, yep. <laughs> friend of mine. So yeah. Hi, Eric, if you're listening. Yeah, our our wives have been there. They've they've come back and I guess they kind of mentioned that we smell bad. Yeah, <laughs> so. like. Here. Like here, here's soap. Yeah. Okay. I get you a gift. I I'll let you go try it. Out. I, don't smell like, I smell like beer every day. I leave the brewery. Why don't you smell more beer? <laughs> no, that was good stuff. Though. I liked it. Yeah, so. I've blown through those. I try to stay clean, but it is it does not happen. <laughs> Everything is beer. I sweat beer. I breathe beer. <laughs> I think about beer at night. <laughs> beer dreams. That building. Yeah. That yeah. building is so old. It caught on fire. It's you know it's, it's it was built. They've got documentation around the 1820s. So every day we go in there, it's impossible to not just get coated and just nastiness while we're doing this build out. And it, it, it's been a it's been been a love hate trade ruin almost every one of the shirts. That one's as clean almost as this one's my cleanest so. shirt. I guess. <laughs> so we'll go in there like we'll pressure wash the entire thing and go there next day and like it just all over again. It's yeah. it's great. It's a lot of fun. So. <laughs> All right, so what? All right, your turn. Um, I'm in the kitchen. I bake all the time. Okay, what do you bake? Brownies. Yeah, we know that. <laughs> Let's see. This Beer weekend, brownies. this weekend, I made zucchini bread, pumpkin cinnamon rolls. Ooh, dang. Um, I ran out of time to make pumpkin scones, but anything like that, like pastries, cookies. My co-workers, I, I bake usually on Sundays and then I take them to work on Mondays. 
Nice. And okay. I have a pretty small office, so they, they don't last very long. Sounds like a nice. pretty lucky office. Yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> I've had people come to me, like, on the rare Monday when I don't bring something, and then they're like, Kate, did you not bake anything this weekend? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, actually, no, I did not. <laughs> Sorry. I, was actually- I went outside. <laughs> did other things. <clears throat> but yes, I bake all the time, so we should definitely talk about that, Moonbot Brownies. That Moonbot Brownies, yeah, I think, is, is wonderful. Yeah, that's an idea there for sure. Yeah. Uh, You'll probably just find me kind of like Trey, just, yeah, vegged out. I'm on the couch or in the chair, just, yeah, watching some TV. With or, gummy bears. Yeah, yeah. Gummy bears. Yeah. 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 Reeking of smoke. Yes, exactly. And I mean yeah. smoke from the smoker. Cooking smoke. Cooking smoke, yeah. That smell doesn't... Yeah, no, you, you cannot... You barbecue only, smoke is the best kind of smoke. Oh, it is, yeah. But, but you yeah. can only shower so much of it mm. off. Yeah. yeah <laughs> there's always a bit of it that stays with yeah. you. Yeah. So. It's, like, it's like in your beard. You're like, yeah. why does my beard still smell like barbecue? I don't even, I've yeah. just showered three times. It's it's a it's a special cologne that you yeah. wear every day. You know? <laughs> That's right. Um, We're going to talk about Joe. barbecue later. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Ode Joe. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, maybe not that one. <laughs> That could be a new yeast in the beer, you know? No. 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 <laughs> we'll work on it. Uh, this is going to be a very fitting one. Uh, my ideal meat in three plate is... So, uh, I, I grew up, or went to uh, college in Oxford, Mississippi, and we are famous for our gas station restaurants. So everything from chicken on a stick to like full blown up barbecue. I got a great picture of the, the barbecue pit from one of our places down there. But the best barbecue in town is at a gas station. And it's, it's a straight up meat and three place. Um, it's got, you go in there, you can either get a, a side of like ribs with mac and cheese, collard greens, like pinto beans, or you just, you can do. So that, I mean, I, I can't tell you exactly like what my exact ideal of, of that is, but going into that restaurant down there in that gas station and just being able to pick, it's all just straight Southern. It's, it's awesome. Mm-hmm. Whether I do, I sometimes go in there and I'll get the, the chicken, smoked chicken with uh, mac and cheese and mashed potatoes. I keep going over the mac and cheese, don't I? <laughs> yeah, yeah. For some weird so reason. That's, that's it. That's it. You've been there before, haven't yes, you? Yes, I have. Yeah, you, yes. <laughs> had that mac and cheese. Deal, meat and three plate. Man, I used to work at this barbecue place in uh, Asheville at Twelve Bones, and to me, I mean, they killed it. But I could never stop eating their smoked potato salad. Like, absolutely, could not stop. Didn't matter what the meat was. I was like, I just give me a bucket of potato salad. <laughs> <laughs> we'll call it even. <laughs> I'll save you some money, and you just give me a bucket of potato salad. So this is your guilty pleasure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Ah, now I remember the comes out. Out. Yeah. It is out. But they had a killer smoked turkey. Uh, they did it was a sandwich that was a um, gosh, what was it called? But it was a it was a turkey brie bacon Ooh. smoked. Oh man, it was killer. Put brie on anything and it makes it like yeah. a thousand times better. So good. But that some potato salad. I'll go with some mac and cheese. I can dig some mac and cheese for sure. My man. <laughs> Probably some greens. Mm-hmm. I love collard some greens. collard greens. Oh. Mm-hmm. Some Brussels sprouts done right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
I just started eating Brussels sprouts in the last like six months. You cook them in bacon and butter. They gotta be cooked the right way for you to eat them. Mostly with bacon. Yeah, a lot of bacon. Who was it? Was it Trey that came over there at my house and I had the green egg fired up and he was like, ooh, Brussels sprouts. I was like, hold on. I coat them. I coat them in truffle olive oil, and I put them in a pan with with butter and bacon. And so they come out as like candied Brussels sprouts. And he was in there just like, I think I like Brussels sprouts. (laughs) (laughs) That was a Brussels sprout. Yeah. Yeah. So they're they're extremely healthy at that point, though. Exactly. My meat and three is pulled pork barbecue, mac and cheese. Stewed apples, oh, okay, and hush puppies. Oh, yes, I love good stewed apples. Stewed apples are good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a difference between like a mediocre hush puppy and a good hush. Yeah, yes. one thousand percent. Yeah, Japanese hush puppy and an actual hush puppy. Yeah, exactly. There's there's only a handful of restaurants in Chattanooga that I think that actually have what I would actually order for hush puppies. I've actually had one recently. At, what is that? Uh, Southern Star. That's yes, there. theirs are good. Their 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 whole menu for the meat and three. Yeah, type they got that going. going on. <clears throat> Killer, definitely. Killer. Yeah. So. Um, so yeah, my meat and three. I, yeah, for me, like when I think of meat and three, I mean obviously, but it's just like it's soul food, man. It's just <laughs> like there food, is yeah. like nothing healthy about it. So can I have meat and five? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because they're vegetables. They're not really vegetables. Because <laughs> they're cooked in butter and bacon. And, yeah. 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 Uh, but I would probably go um, with fried chicken and um, would do collard greens, mac and cheese, and fried okra. Oh, yeah. nice. That would be yeah. my, my meat. That was actually my meal every Sunday on the rigs. Yeah. Every Sunday was fried chicken day when I worked offshore, and it was... That was it. That was it. Yeah. Yeah. There was a, there, when I was in Auburn, uh, my time there, there was a meat and three soul food place in Opelika, which is the next town about five, oh, 10 okay. miles down the road. And, uh, it was like, it was, you would make the, the hungover trip on Sunday after a game day to like go to this place and like regain your dignity and like, <laughs> everything just put as much grease into your body yeah. as you could and that was always my plate was fried chicken collard greens mac and cheese and fried okra that, that sounds like was, a road trip yeah yeah, yeah. i that think we, like we might need to do it yeah so yeah my dad used to try to get me to eat fried okra when i was a kid and i'm real picky now but i was even worse as a kid and my dad trying to get me to eat fried okra as like a seven or eight year old was mm. a sight to behold <laughs> oh man <clears throat> me my meat three hmm. uh, meat would definitely have to be fried chicken I'd just love me some good fried chicken mm-hmm. um, I'm also a potato guy so I would do some mashed potatoes hands down uh, definitely fried okra and probably some collard greens or something like that can I keep going yeah. I got more yeah, I got more of them we like food. Is it? Yeah. 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 Common denominator here. Yeah. All right. You guys ready for the next one? Oh, yeah. Let's do Give it. it to us. All right. One thing in Nuga I haven't done yet is blank. That's a good one for you. Uh, yeah. Uh, about everything. I've moved here about a month and a half ago. Oh, to, wow. To pursue this brewery. So I'm still new. I'm always looking for some, again, somewhere to eat. Why not? You know, I've had some pretty good food. Uh, I'm definitely down for more. 
We can probably give you some recommendations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Listener spots. Yeah. always trying to yeah. take them to different lunch spots whenever we're working yeah. out at the brewery, just so we can get a kind of idea of how good it actually we is. Did, we, we did kind of make a mission that we at least try once a week to eat somewhere different. Yeah. Which for you guys is, you know, pretty easy. It's like, all right, we know exactly where to take you. It's like, okay, I have no idea where I'm going. They're just like, yeah, take a left. And it's this little shed over here. I'm like, <laughs> okay, cool. Like, like, ta- like, yeah. Taco shack yeah. one table in it. Yeah. Best tacos. And oh, absolutely <laughs> the best tacos I've had in a while. Um, and I can't even think of the name of it, to be honest. But we literally like met and you just kind of like walk in and there's like two tables inside and there's like people at everywhere. You're just like... Can I have a taco? And then you get it, and you're like, "Oh my god, this is the best taco I've ever had!" <laughs> like, I'll stand in line. I'll sit on top of the table. I don't care. I don't care. I'm waiting for a taco for sure. Um, where else have we been? We had some killer hot dogs. Good dog. Some, uh, I don't well, think he's been to Good Dog. Good dogs is incredible. Haven't done Good Dog yet. Uh, but next, you know, real close to the brewery is Griffin's yep. uh, hot dogs. So mm-hmm. yeah, uh, we did that one day. Um, we've done UJ's a few times. They, I mean. Hands down. Can't be. Always, it's always consistent. Yeah. Always consistent. You, you know exactly what you're going to get, Ooh. and it's going to be mm-hmm. exactly what you want. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, where else have we been? Candies. We've had a couple. Candies. Candies. Oh, Candies. oh yeah. yeah. The newest. The newest. Uh, uh, our new favorite was, is yeah. Figgies. Figgies Sandwich <coughs> Shop. We've been going there this week, and they've got some killer lunch sandwiches. That one's good. Southern, Southern, Southern Star, if I don't want to like, you know, if I want to pass out for the next... <laughs> Six hours. I haven't been there yet. You haven't been to Southern Star yet? Yeah. It's a good, uh, we'll yeah, meet and three and, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Their this. Cuban sandwich is really good, yeah. too. Really? Yeah. 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 They bring this, like, lacy, it's called lacy cornbread. It's like these flat, yes. like, crispy cornbread things oh. that they bring out to the table when oh, you yes. sit down. They're <laughs> really, really good. The only people that I've ever known to do them before, too. So, yeah, yeah. They're, they're real tasty. Nice. Nice to check them out. Yeah. I went to Southern Star for the first time like a month or so ago, and I was just blown away. Like, everyone had always told me how good it was, and I went and, like, didn't really know what to expect, and then I went and was like, oh, I see now. Yeah, yeah I'm going to take it. a nap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm done here. Yeah. Some heavy good food. Yeah. Uh-huh. I'll put that on my that list. To-go box, yeah. All right. One thing I haven't done in Nuga yet. Um, I've lived here for three years, so I'm like slowly checking things off the list. Um, I haven't done the Three Sisters Blue bleh, Three Sisters Bluegrass Festival yet. Oh, good year too! Yeah, Got a string dusters. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Up. yeah. Uh, yeah. I haven't been to that yet, and I have not successfully done the Snoopers Rock Loop. Okay. I tried it once and got lost, so I never actually made it to the Overlook. The Overlook's awesome. I was really mad when I realized I was lost. (laughs) (laughs) My friend and I went, it was supposed to be like a two or three mile hike, it ended up being like a seven mile hike, and I couldn't walk for three days. (laughs) You're done. Uh, this is where it's going to get good, because we got people that live here in Carolina, so mine's kind of sad, though. (laughs) Um, is it the aquarium? No. I've been to the aquarium. I, he, used to, he used to go down and watch them die. Yeah, he used to okay. watch me scuba die. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I think mine is pretty sad. Though, I, <laughs> I feel like I have, I mean, because I'm born and raised in Chattanooga, and so I've, I've 
kind of done a lot of the, well, the mean, things that, food. that there are. Um, <laughs> but it just opened a, f- a few years ago, and I've been wanting to do it, and I still haven't, uh, is the zip line. Don't say that. That was oh, going to be years. Yeah, the zip line uh, at, at Ruby Falls that just I, uh, opened a few years ago. Yeah. <laughs> Looks pretty fun. I haven't that. <laughs> that, was, that was mine. Yeah, so right, Trey and I were, did a barbecue yeah. competition up there a few weeks ago. We were set up like right below it, and the whole time we were, yeah. we're there cooking the day, we're looking up at the zip line like, wow, that looks like a lot of fun. I'm going to come back and do that. So, yeah, I, I've yet to do that, and I think I want to try and check that one off the list. We well, got two free yeah. passes. You can go in there in exchange for it. Yeah, that's right. I definitely need to, I need to go by there and get those, yeah. the, the dates uh Updated on Are we on beer break again? Yeah, yeah. 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 whatever's left. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thank you. I'm still on my first one. I'm a slow drinker. Okay. Well, we got. I'll take it. <laughs> oh. Take one for the yeah. team. Yeah. <laughs> just yeah. y'all can fight over that. Is that the last one? <laughs> That's the last one. Oh. I have more in my fridge. Yeah, but I have a little bit more in there. Yeah. Sorry, um, like we said, we just kind of show up at the whole party. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hope for the yeah. best. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so I'm just gonna say ditto because uh, <laughs> I, I have not done the zipline and I've really been wanting to do the zipline. Yeah. And uh, yeah, like that's a good simple. time, man. So yeah. I'm sure that zipline is great, but if you want to talk about area ziplines to do, just to throw this out here, uh, Navitat, uh, either one in Asheville, yeah. or the one in Knoxville. The Knoxville's are their biggest one now. I highly recommend driving up there, spending a weekend and doing it. It will very, it'll impress you. It'll impress you. Like you're driving to one Asheville, you're like, oh, I hear banjos and I'm about to get shot, and then you like open up into this like beautiful valley, and you're zip lining straight across, looking at Black Mountains. Absolutely incredible. Um, it was funny actually. The day I went to do it, it was eh, 55, 40 degrees, yeah. kind of like in downtown yeah. Asheville, and it was snowing during the zip lining. So that was kind of cool oh, yeah. uh, and very cold. But say, yeah. so, so for mine, um, something that I've never done <laughs> that I've always wanted to do is the Chattanooga duck boats. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, were you laughing at ours? <laughs> yeah. You did the duck boats? Yes. Have you done the duck no, boats? No, I haven't. Okay. <laughs> I have. Yeah, like, I have. so much more corny than the zip <laughs> Wanted to do the duck buns. <laughs> <laughs> I have a bug. I don't know what I need to do the duck buns. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's awesome. Perfect. It's just <laughs> never worked out. You know? I did a duck boat. It was a long time ago, but it was down at uh, Stone Mountain, down outside of Atlanta. Oh, yeah. And my friend and I went, and they actually gave us, like, little duck bill, like, oh, quacker noisemakers. <laughs> and we were, like, 17, 18 at the time. I was, like, after I graduated high school. And we went, and I, d- I think I finally threw it away, but I kept that duck noisemaker for so long <laughs> just to annoy my parents. I may have actually have done that. We used to take a family trip every year to Stone Mountain and go down there yeah. and camp and then do Six Flags and hike and hike Stone Mountain. And we did that for every, every year until it was like 11 or 12. I mean, that was our big family getaway. And then, I mean, it was it was a blast. I, I probably have done the duck boat down there, but never in Chattanooga. <laughs> <laughs> Different in the River Gorge, man. Oh, yeah, the one I've been all the time. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. All right, we're going to wrap that up. Thanks for playing along. Make sure I didn't spill a beer. That would have been. Yeah, that's terrible. <laughs> okay, back to actually talking about beer now. 
Um, actually, kind of shifting gears from beer, but to talk about food. Yeah. Uh, so y'all are going to have, is it a, <clears throat> will it be a full food menu? It will be. Uh, it'll be a full barbecue restaurant. We're going to really keep it simple to start out um, for several reasons. One, our, our kitchen space is pretty small. Um, and two, we just really want to be able to focus on uh, the quality of the food. Um, that's what I've seen in my time at working at barbecue restaurants and, and in the restaurant world is, is everybody tries to do a little too much and nobody can ever do anything really well. Everybody does everything about halfway good. And so that's why we want to keep it really simple and, and just do everything really, really well. So, so what <clears throat> style of barbecue? Um, if we're going to put a, a tag on it, we'd probably say Central Texas. So um, we're going to be using a lot of black pepper. Um, both of our cookers will be just straight offset. You know, we're, we're burning hickory and oak, nothing but wood for fuel. We're not using any gas for or heat assist or charcoal or anything. We're just burning burning wood, um, and that's what we think gives us the best flavor. It's, it's a little more labor intensive, but we think the end result is, is a little better and or a lot better. <laughs> and uh, so, so yeah, so if, if we had to put a, a tag on it, we'd say Central Texas, um, but we're, we're in Tennessee, so we're going to, we're going to cater to everybody. Everybody's mm. going to like yeah. it. So interesting. Yeah. I can't think of a place around that I've had Texas style barbecue at. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I mean, and that's the way we feel too. I mean, there, there are some people in town that, that do some good barbecue and, and some, some good brisket, but we, we really just have, we feel that there's a, a, a void in, in the barbecue market. There's, there's a beckoning for some just really <laughs> out of this world barbecue and, and nobody's really doing it yet, uh, or really executing well on it. And, and so that's where, where we think we're going to be able mm-hmm. to step in and kind of bring a new level of quality to the mm-hmm. to the market that Chattanoogans have, have yet to see. So, well, pretty I'm excited. A, I'm a barbecue enthusiast because I'm originally from North Carolina. Okay. So, I am incredibly excited awesome. about all this new barbecue. Yeah. I'm sure we have a vinegar sauce. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, we will. Yeah, if you're from that more coastal region, yeah. then yeah, you'll Just be, none you'll of that be. mustard nonsense. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, I've actually got a confession. Joe's sauce is so good that I hit a bottle and we took it down to Ole Miss this weekend for the Ole Miss Alabama game or, or lack thereof. Um, <laughs> yeah. And we made wings with your sauce. Yeah. They, the whole entire trailer park, and call it the trailer park, the RV park, I mean, it was the biggest hit down no there. Kidding. That sauce was so good. Uh, is that Sweet. the one that you made with a little bit of beer in it? Or was that just your, your traditional That's style? just the standard one, yeah. yeah no, I mean, but I think we could, I mean, we can definitely work some beer into it. Into so it but, it but so yeah, good. that's just yeah. the, the classic, um, classic sauce. So yeah, I think. And um, it's like the perfect marriage between like a, a little bit of Carolina <clears throat> and a little bit of like maybe like Alabama, kind of both in, the, in between that sauce category. And I, I mean, it's, it's yeah. perfect all around. It's yeah. not, not too thick, but not too thin. Exactly. Got a little sweet, mm-hmm. got a little heat. It's tightened up nice yeah. on those chicken yeah. legs. Yeah. It, yeah. Right and when you, bottles. yeah, when you cook it, yeah. um, it'll, it tacks up real well. So yeah, it's, yeah. it's really yeah. nice. Definitely did. Um, Definitely. So well, question good. number two on that is <laughs> I asked Joe to make me a couple bottles for my wedding this year. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Hey Joe, we're going to have some meat. Uh, can you make me some sauce? <laughs> <laughs> so, so Joe's actually making me a personal batch of sauce to take down to my Happy wedding. Happy doing this nice. yeah, yeah. So, um, so yeah, the, the sauce will be killer. And and while we do want to, you know, with back to kind of the barbecue and the brewery, we do want to really encourage people to try 
the food that we're we're putting out without sauce first. You know, we will we'll, uh, 100% will have sauce on the table, but we want people to kind of try it the the naked way first. Uh, you know, because there's good barbecue shouldn't need sauce. It's just like a good steak; it doesn't need sauce. So it, you know, it can help. It can accent. It can make things pop even more. But we want people to try it first to get the real, you know, true flavor of the meat that's shining through. And then, you know, if they want to sauce it from there, they can. But um, we really, we want to encourage people to try it with without sauce first. And because we, we really do, we think it's that good. It doesn't need it. So To be honest, the first time that we were doing like the food samples, as much as I love the sauce, the only thing I was using it with was pouring it all over my Texas toast. <laughs> and they're just mopping it up and just eating the sauce. Like, oh, the barbecue's good just the way it is. Like, I was just, I, I, now I'm thinking back, I was like, I was like, yeah, I was just sitting there just mopping that shit. And I'm putting it on like coleslaw, like mopping up. I was like, no, nah, nah, I don't want any of that on that brisket. <laughs> it is funny. I had several people ask me, like, is it okay to like put this on? Certain yeah, things. Yeah, I'm like, there's no rules. Like, you can put the sauce on what it meant. Yeah, it's maybe a little weird to put it on some potato salad, but like, if that's what you want to do, like, to, you know, like, go dude, nobody's going to stop yeah, you. Yeah. <laughs> I totally put, I'm going to go potato salad in my slaw, and it was delicious. Okay, another important question. What kind of slaw, red or white? Um, well, so we're, we're kind of in limbo there, whether we want to do a, a vinegar-based slaw or a, you know, more mayonnaise-based Slaw, I think mayo is more of what people think of in this area, this region. People think of a more mayo-based slaw, but um, but there's nothing wrong with a good vinegar-based slaw. And I think that's what we're what I've been working on is a is a vinegar-based slaw. And I think that's what we're gonna probably roll out to start with, and we'll we'll see how people react to it. But I think we've got a pretty good uh, good dressing recipe dialed in. That's it's, you know it's got good tang but it's a little sweet too it's not overpowering um so it's we're, we're gonna roll with that probably to start and then we'll just we'll adapt and see where we go from there let the market decide exactly <laughs> let, the, let the customers tell us what they want awesome. so but yeah i think that's what we'll start with i'm excited yeah it's gonna be fun you um, can't have barbecue without slaw no and that's right. it we, yeah. we wanted to be unique with the sides but there are there are some sides that you just you have to have Slaw being one of them, potato salad being one of them, and baked beans being one of them, all of which will 100% be sides on the menu. And mac and cheese. We're, you know, we'll probably uh, roll out a mac and cheese. I'm not sure if we'll start with one. Um, You know, we might have to after hearing everybody's (laughs) guilty pleasure or or everybody's meat and three had a mac and cheese on it. um, But, you know, again, I think it comes back to we just want to do everything really well. We don't want to put something on our menu just to put something on our menu. We, We want everything that we're doing to be with intent. Everything that people try that comes out of that kitchen to just be the best thing that they've ever had. So, um, if it's, you know, if we, if we come up with a Mac and cheese recipe that we're all like, hell yeah, that's killer. We've got to put that on the menu. Then we'll do it. But until then, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll play around with it and we'll experiment. But, um, yeah, we're going to wait until we get one dialed in to, to roll that out. Awesome. Yeah. And we'll, we'll probably always, and and correct me if I'm wrong here, but we'll probably always have like three main meats on staple that are always there. You know, probably your brisket, your pulled pork, and your turkey is what we've really been looking at. Turkey? Yeah. 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 Turkey's a, that's pretty of a a central, that's again, kind of coming back to that central Texas style. There's a lot of of folks out there that that do turkey. Yeah. Yeah, Turkey breast. And and again, it's just something that's kind of different. Um, 
that we it's again it's a white meat it's maybe a healthier option even though we're gonna dunk it in melted butter <laughs> um, uh, it's white meat so it makes people feel better about what they're eating um, and it is it's it's really good so we'll we'll do we'll do oh, the turkey um, and then uh, little menu update we had been talking about three meats but in our last menu discussion I think we are probably gonna do four we're gonna have ribs on the on the menu I think. Yeah. We, we talked about it I in agree. like this yeah. area, this region, like people love pork ribs and that's what people expect in a barbecue restaurant in the South or in Tennessee is, is they want to see some pork ribs on there. So we, we're <clears throat> killing them. We're, we're pretty excited about how they're turning out and, and we think that, that we can do them really well. So again, uh, if we think we can execute them well, then we're going to put them on the menu and, and it's something that people, people love. So we're going to add ribs to, to those three meats. So we'll have a, have four every day. Awesome. Butts are so easy to doctor up. I judge a barbecue place on when they're brisket and and they're, they're spare ribs. You can show me the baby backs are almost like so perfect that, you know, but if you can take spare ribs and and do those and and your brisket just right, it's like, you got got somebody that knows what they're doing back there. Yeah. Exactly. So So I I don't know if you feed me every day and me running around the brewery is going to even out. I'm going to start eating too much. I'm starting to drool just thinking about it. It's dangerous. Yeah. It's dangerous, man. So going back to smoked turkey, Mm-hmm. I went to Virginia Tech for college, and one of our like game day staples was a smoked turkey leg. Yeah. And I always Ooh. thought that was kind of sadistic because our mascot's a hokey bird, which is like, <laughs> 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 which is like <laughs> somebody didn't really think that one through. Which is like kissing cousins to a turkey, basically. <laughs> so, like, yeah. I remember like going to football games and people like walking around with turkey legs. And just, like, gnawing at him, and I'm just like, guys, is it just me, or is this weird? And they're like, yeah, it's weird, but it's delicious, so. No, no they are. It's it's hard to beat a good turkey leg, so that's something, I mean, we'll think about that. I haven't really thought about doing turkey legs as maybe, legs. like, a, yeah. a special we could do. Um, I think, yeah, as of right now, I'm going to leave the turkey legs to the people that do it at the Bessie Smith Strut. <laughs> They've got it going on in Shuford's. They do a good turkey leg, but, yeah, but yeah, uh, as of now, um, yeah, I'll, I'll leave it to those experts, but, yeah, we, we might play around around with that for sure awesome yeah that's definitely. exciting beef ribs beef ribs is another thing that we're excited about that that we'll kind of do maybe occasionally as a special you can't go anywhere in town right now and get big dino beef ribs yeah and, and they are so delicious it's like brisket on a stick well that's yeah exactly it is. What, it's like yeah. fatty brisket on a stick the way the, the way mm-hmm. i describe it to people is it's like think of like the most tender Sunday pot roast you had that your grandma cooked when you were growing up, but smoked. Honestly, yeah, and and on a and on a bone that's like twelve inches long and like two inches wide. Yeah, Yeah, it's it's no joke. So yeah, they're they're pretty phenomenal. So yeah, we'll have to tell your listeners to keep an eye out for those as well. Uh, so we touched a little bit earlier on the space that y'all have, and y'all have what is it like eleven? thousand square feet of space did i read that right it's it's total is twelve thousand square foot and we've got roughly five thousand square foot of outdoor area and there might be actually more to come uh here soon with an upper level bar that kind of looks over the stadium mm-hmm. um we'll just we're kind of playing a little bit by ear and, and what's cool about us is we put we put a lot of money and effort into you know like our brewing equipment and and making sure that we have everything set up the way we, 
you know that that makes us have the best products that we can have out there. We're having really big coolers, cold spaces. We only have freezers in there, so nothing's going to be frozen. Good. Uh, we don't even have a freezer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, we moved too quick. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, no, we, we don't have room at this point. But um, you know what? It's a big open area, and and we're we're hoping that we get in there, we get we get people using it as event spaces. So, like, the downstairs, I think, is, like, right at 9,000 square foot. And then plus the upstairs, if everything goes well, it'll be a private event. So, companies could come and rent it out, and you could have, you know, four or five kegs running out upstairs in a buffet line. And you get wristbands, you go upstairs, and you eat and drink, but you can still come downstairs go to the main bar. You go out in our big 5,000 square foot turf area, play cornhole. We're hoping to get a couple other yard games out there. What we really sold that vision and what you see um, in other cities like Asheville and everywhere else is brews are a destination spot. Um, it's somewhere that you can go take the family, take the kids, take the dog, and spend there all day. And we didn't have that, and that's what we really wanted to create there. We wanted to create this big, cool, fun, historic building in Chattanooga that would get everyone to come in. And maybe you spend like your entire Sunday day. You come down, you go to the market, you you, know, you eat the market, then you come back over, maybe watch Sunday football, or just hang out and drink beer. Uh, redefining Sunday fun day. Redefining yes. Sunday yes. fun day, exactly. or, or 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 Monday. Uh, you know, there's actually <laughs> there's there's yeah, <laughs> Monday fun day is like eh. <laughs> especially after a Sunday fun day. Yeah, yeah. 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 Chat, yeah. Chat, yeah. Brewing is now they're going to be open on Mondays. We got all those new apartments in there, and we man, we might team up and just have a big fun party down mm-hmm. there on Mondays just because we can. Sure, you know, why it's, not? Um, Again, like I said, the, 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 the key word there is we want it to be a destination spot. We want it to be a spot that you come down and hang out for a long time. That's why we want to have the food, have a big outdoor area, uh, let people rent it out. We're actually rent it out quite a bit already. Uh, we're not even open yet, so that's yeah. crazy. Awesome. It's encouraging. So, yeah, that's, that's uh, awesome. For pretty sure. much all of October, November, uh, the, the weekends we're renting out, so that's nice to see. Yeah, that's awesome. So, um, so we've kind of like name dropped a few other like Chattanooga breweries as we've been talking, but like Chattanooga has a pretty established uh, craft beer scene. How do y'all see Naked River Brewing Company fitting into that? Aside from the whole like destination thing that you were just talking about. I think we'll come right in and, and you know, we're, Chattanooga is not a city yet that is a destination city for craft beer. Nashville's pretty much there. They're 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 right on the lines. Whereas like you, yeah, 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 you're mostly gonna go to Nashville for a lot of the bars. They have great breweries. Some of the best breweries out there uh, are coming out of Nashville. But the proximity and everything else like that, Chattanooga, right at the cusp of where we're getting everything in enough centralized location that when we come in, maybe a few others. Uh, we got one leaguer coming in. Super excited for them. And when we all get in here together. We as a whole make Chattanooga a destination for tourists to come in and come and visit us. Mm-hmm. We've already got the Chattanooga Brew Tours. Um, we're going to be, you know, scheduled those guys coming around visiting us. And you know, like I said, we're looking at our, our ultimate goal coming in here is starting a craft beer association of Chattanooga and tying everyone in together um, and start looking at you know shutting down Station Street and just have just Chattanooga Brewers in there. Or shutting, you know, taking over the pavilion and just having Chattanooga Brewers in there, and that's really um, our ultimate goal with with seeing every how we fit in that that final key puzzle piece is hey, 
we're here. Wonderlier's coming in. We got a few others coming in. I've heard that Five Wits is, is is the next one that's going to be uh, down close to Main Street, and yeah. and we're gonna we're gonna work as a big community to you know pull in more market market yeah. space for us. Mm-hmm. That to me was always big, and like coming from Asheville, North Carolina, is I think they're at close to 32, 33 breweries within city limits now, and I think we're close to number ten uh, coming in pretty soon. So that community still has a lot of time to grow. It's still young as far as the beer community goes. And Asheville, you know, I could call up anybody, you know, within 10 miles and get an extra ingredient or like swing by for a beer. I remember at Asheville Brewing, every single Friday, the head brewer from French Broad Brewing would come in and he would just hang out. He's like, what's new with you guys? You know, let's, let's swap minds for a little bit. And that's what chattanooga needs as far as beer is they need a collective beer mind that's still moving forward you know so we want all the other breweries to succeed as well uh if they don't succeed we don't succeed you know so everybody does well yeah that's the game plan but you know we just keep working towards it so we're hoping to do like a lot of collabs with everybody in town you know maybe we all get together once a year and do like a big christmas warmer like you know Odd story, Hutton and Smith, Moccasin Bend. Like we just get up, pair up together, and, you know, kill it. Make a huge beer for everybody. And, that would be awesome. You <laughs> know, and the best part about it is we put, you know, so many kegs at each place. So all the way around town, you can still get that beer. You know, everybody supports each other. So it's like we have, you know, a beer from Chattanooga Brewing on tap. They have one of ours, which is kind of awesome because if, let's say, you start on one end of the stadium... And you try uh, maybe a flight or two, you have a beer or two, and then you see one of our beers. You're like, oh, okay, well, I'll go check that out. Again, same starting parking Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a, a, a three-minute walk. You know, you get to our place, and you're like, okay, well, I've had all these beers. So let's say you start at our place. Again, we have one of Chat Brewing's beers on, and people are like, oh, well, that's different. Let's walk across, you know, the stadium, and then we're there. We have another beer option. So we're really hoping that like that takes off as some of these other cities with like pub cycles and like beer tours and walking tours and having that chat brew tour is really going to help out with that. Mm-hmm. Um, so one thing that we'll have is, you know, the food option. So doing those chat brew tours is, all right, you know, maybe I'm three or four beers in. This is our first or second stop, maybe. Yeah, it's time to eat. <laughs> yeah. So what we'll goes be better with this. beer than food? Barbecue. You know? <laughs> yeah, barbecue. Exactly. Hey, yeah. Matter, barbecue. Beer yeah. and barbecue. A pint glass full of bacon, you know? Mm-hmm. Why not? Mm-hmm. Yeah. As and long as there's not a Bloody Mary in there. Yeah. No, no. 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 Wow. <laughs> and our, our reception that coming in is, uh, has been great. I mean, uh, Monkey Town and, and Oz Story, Heaven Ale, Chattanooga Brewing, everyone, Hutton Smith has, and Heaven Ale, they've all reached out to us. We've hung out yeah. uh, some nights later than the others uh, <laughs> yeah. but no yeah. uh, I mean it's 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 you can tell we're right there at the cusp of, of having that full-time brewers community where you know the exactly. brewers are taking weekend retreats together and, and and we're just we're all about promoting it more as a city because it's as knowledge is power once you start educating people on about the time and effort that we we go in to put in these these craft beers that we're making they walk into a store and they they look on the shelves and say, "Look, I've seen their story. I know what they put into that beer. I'm buying that six pack. I'm gonna pay a little extra money for that because I know what's going into this beer. Mm-hmm. I know the love it, love and, and hate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 
just for me. <laughs> we're getting, we're getting Thanks, a little bit more guys. hate right now. But, uh, <laughs> uh, we, the love and the time and effort it does take yeah, out. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and I said this last interview that I did, uh, anyone out there that's an inspiring home brewer that, that ever wants encouragement or, or wants to know to run for the hills on, on doing this process, <laughs> feel free to reach out for us. We'll tell you. Straight up, how it is. So, yeah, as sure as anyone else in town probably will too. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a it's a big project, but we're hoping that it turns mm-hmm. out really well, really yeah. soon. I can't remember the last time I bought a beer that wasn't a local beer. Yeah, I can't remember the last time. Like a fifty mile radius, a little bit more. Um, hundred. Well, I bought a beer from Atlanta back in like July. I like Monday night. Monday night, Monday night. killing it. Monday they're night. they're doing a great job. Tennessee Brewer, it's got to go natural. Those guys are doing yeah. a great job. I'd I mean, say like Tennessee, and like I'm from North Carolina. North Carolina has really good craft beer too, obviously. So, um, my dad and I do like a beer exchange with each other whenever I visit my oh, nice. parents. So I've nice. got. Like a lot of like North Carolina beers, and I've got him hooked on Hutton and Smith, and see if we can hook you up with a big oh, moon yeah. pie to take out to him. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my dad loves moon pies. Perfect. Even better. So, yeah. Perfect. If he loves stouts, he's in business. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I actually. Even um, if he doesn't, then he's still in. Yeah. Delicious. Yeah. I took him to Heaven and Ale when they were here over the summer, and I gave him that Love Supreme, and that was one of the first stouts he'd ever had. Yeah. So. I have, like I have hope. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. yeah, absolutely. He'll dig awesome. the moon pie then. Yeah. yeah, I'm I'm excited. Like, I'm not a stout person, and I'm excited for that. Yeah, I'm not either, and I tried it and was, yeah, blown away. Definitely, same yeah. thing. I could drink several of these and, like... Yeah, and we definitely want to have a bunch of different options of the moon pies, you know. We start with the chocolate. Maybe we do a barrel age, like a whiskey barrel chocolate moon pie. Uh, you know, we keep going from there. Like, why not? Mm-hmm. We have mm-hmm. 16 total taps... Uh, Got available. Got a film. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like do what, some weird stuff. What we have normal stuff. We we also plan in the future to have a red and white wine on tap. I'm not sure how fast that's going to come. It's just you know that's kind of on the back burner of things. Um, so to really kind of encompass the whole experience in there. Um, and you know, like I said, it's we're going to get weird. Uh, <laughs> we're going to have a lot of cool, like funky beers. Um, We've got great support. The funkier, the better. Funkier, yeah, the better. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Don't be surprised if you see a lot of barrels in there. We're, we're trying to get ready to set up an area for that. So yeah, we did a, a, an event uh, maybe two weeks ago now, and the last beer that we were pouring was a Roush beer. A lot of people have never even seen something like that. You know, you have this light-bodied lager that tastes like a campfire. <laughs> so it's like it's a full-on smoked beer. And we've even talked about smoking some of the malt, you know, on the smoker that we have and using that as a Roush beer. That but would be interesting. The yeah. people who were drinking it were really into it. They were like, yeah, we like that campfire taste. Like, give me more. And I gotta be honest. <laughs> I gotta be honest. It's okay? word. <laughs> so, this thing gets out of the fermenter. Oh, and it's, it's uncarbonated. <laughs> I take one sip. I was like, nah. I... I, I <laughs> I, I would have told him to pour it out, other than he goes, no, no, trust me, it's going to be good. I was like, all right, I was like, I've, 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 uh, I've homebrewed for like 10 years, and if I'd ever had something come out tasting like that, I would have <laughs> it been gone. It would have just, been, it just it been, pour, it just been poured down the drain. 
Oh my goodness! How it keg conditioned and finished out. Yeah. And I mean, we had we, you know, there's a lot of people that either like loved it or hate it, but by far the majority was like. I'm gonna go sit by a campfire and and, yeah, and roast some absolutely. marshmallow. This thing's incredible. The keg um, got killed, so it had to be yeah. good. And that was the same thing with the cucumber saison, but that one was amazing start to finish. So that was a little different story, but yeah, you cucumber saison has me intrigued. Yeah. yeah, I'm usually not a saison person, but the cucumber pulls you in. Yeah, it does. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you know what was so cool was, about that? Nice one refreshing beer. Is it yeah. had this like weird naturally like I want to have a spice to it? Yes, it absolutely needs a spice. So we're thinking mm-hmm. about adding a little cayenne pepper to it yeah. next time. Whoa, whoa. Yeah, so we're gonna yeah, do a so spicy pickle cucumber saison. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Cajun pickle beer. Cajun pickle beer. <laughs> you guys are Louisiana. Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna get weird. Yeah. Yeah. It's getting weird. Sorry. <laughs> but yeah, the way that it turned out, I mean, I, we couldn't have asked for a better turnout at that event. We did the uh, Citizen Brew for a daily ration, and I mean, they put on a great event for us. Absolutely. We were out there with all the local breweries in town, and all day, you know, we just slung beer, talked to people, just everything about the beer from start to finish. Anything that they wanted to know, you know, whether it's, oh, when do you open? How do you get the name? Or, you know, you have the guys actually brewing and like, what is this? Like, what malt did you use? What hops? And we have enough staff out there, one, to talk to everybody that walks up without, you know, building a line. Like, we had probably 10 people show up just to hang out and pour beer. Like, they didn't care if they drank a beer. They didn't care if they served beer. They didn't care. They just wanted to be there to support it and like spread the word about it. So we have these people who are talking and talking and talking. And it's like, okay, so we staged our beer. So we came out with five, six different beers? Five beers. Five different five beers. beers to this event. And we staged it throughout the, the entire afternoon. It was a seven-hour event, which is a lot for anybody to keep drinking. You know, at that point, we we're like, what do we do next? Like, yeah. okay. <laughs> And so we ended with that Roush beer, that smoked beer at the very end, but we started with like some light afternoon beers. So we started with a cucumber saison. Uh, we ended up pouring a, um, we had a tea infused wheat for that. And that was the strawberry sage uh, green tea that we got from Positivity. Um, so we used that one and that was going pretty well. And then right in the heat of the afternoon, we started pouring a Pilsner. And it was like the perfect timing because lasted fifteen minutes. Yeah, <laughs> I, it was so hot. It was starting to get hot. We got to drink something yeah. right before it started raining. Something else, and that beer comes out at right at five percent, and it's it's very drinkable, very light, you know, very true to style. And I mean, it was gone. Like people were like begging for it. Yeah. Twenty minutes later, I thought we were gonna have a ride on our hands between that one and the October. Uh, October, October we had people like that. mad that we were out of Oktoberfest. Yeah. yeah. That was our, our first, like, real be- big beer event. Yeah. Um, we did the night before. We were at uh, Barley. We brought a pineapple IPA to that. And it stayed on, and people were drinking it. But doing that event at the Daily Ration with Citizen Brew, they were donating a dollar for every pint served. And by the end of the night, they had over $900 raised. Wow. So we slung beer for seven hours, and we slung about 900 beers. Not us totally, which would be awesome, but like as the group collective, you know, all the breweries there, I mean, we raised almost $1,000, which is a lot of beer. We blew through um, six kegs. Yeah, I think most people did. We had two, we had two of the... Uh, uh, we had two cucumbers and we had uh, two wheats. Two wheat. Oh, so we, we got rid of both of those. We went kegs. through seven six-barrel kegs. Wow. Pretty quick. 
um, for an event like that. Um, so we were really happy with it. You know, the moon pie unfortunately wasn't there, but we did take it to another event we did a few weeks ago before that. And I mean, great response. Everybody's really positive about the beer, but everybody's still like, you know, gives that yeah. feedback, which is really helpful for us because we're brewing five gallons right now. And I'm about to start brewing 500 gallons at a time. So we really want to make sure that carries over and that beer stays consistent. Um, but so far, we've been in luck. And that again, that Moon Pie beer, it's, we can't say enough about it. It's, I don't even know what to say about yeah. it. You know? it's, it's one of those you just stop and it's like, until you have it, you really don't know. But as far as like drinking a Moon Pie and enjoying a beer, you can't beat it. Mm-mm. I'm real excited for that. Yeah, it's, 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 I think that's the beer that has turned my dad from a Michelob Ultra guy only to, mm-hmm. now he's like, oh, hey, I got some different beers at the house. I'm like, yeah. Look yeah. at this <laughs> I'm like, what yeah. is going on here? Yeah. He drinks IPAs now. I'm like, you never did this. This is not normal. <laughs> What's going on, dad? Be careful, because then they start stealing all your beer. <laughs> yeah. 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 Something I used to never have a problem with, but that changed quickly. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, what you what you got? What you got great, there? great. I'm gonna drink that. And you have this. He's like, I, I showed up with a with a 12 pack of Bud Light, and oh, let me try that IPA. I've never had that one before. I was yeah. like, you drank six of them last week. with me. So. <laughs> How the tables have turned. Yeah. Yeah. We used to steal all our parents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 No, no, now they're stealing ours. Mom, <laughs> get out of the cooler. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I think we're going to wrap it up there. It has been an absolute pleasure having all y'all on. Yeah, yeah thank Definitely. you. Definitely. Um, is there an anticipated opening date quite yet? Sure. I don't want to jinx that, so we're, sure. we're okay. going <laughs> sure there is. We're going to say, say October. We think about okay. it all the time. Uh, <laughs> October. You know, you, know, you go on nakedrewerbrewing.com, subscribe uh, to our, our, our feed. Uh, we do send out, you know, updates, and plus we're really active on Facebook. We just recently hit a thousand likes. So, um, we'll know exact opening date when we're able to brew our first batch of beer. Uh, so we'll we'll kind of you know post that in there with that. So we're 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 moving. We're moving. Yeah, we're These there. guys are down there every single day doing everything from building. Uh, picnic tables. How much fun was that? That was great. Fun. <laughs> <laughs> it was more fun than rolling tables and bar stools. Yeah, yeah, that turf, turf was the a turf was a lot. Yeah, yeah. Than we we we're doing everything by you know ourselves, and it's 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 a lot of fun. It it it, it brings us all in together. Yeah. So yeah, absolutely builds character. Builds yeah. character. Yeah. <laughs> builds character. Yeah. Right. I appreciate the building a lot more. Yeah. Right? yeah, if you're thinking about rolling out some astroturf, get a good team of people. Hire someone or get a bucket. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Learn yeah. from our yeah. mistakes. Absolutely. Yeah. So, but yeah, no, uh, we'll uh, we'll keep posted on that. Awesome. Uh, we're, we're shooting for October. We really want to be open for Oktoberfest. Uh, it's a great event down there at the market. If anyone hadn't been, it's killer. It is awesome. um, it's a two-day event. They're probably expecting eight to 10,000 people this year, so we want to make it that. But if not, you know, hey, we'll be ready to party soon after. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome. Sure. I'll throw all of that information in the show notes for the episode. Awesome. So everyone can find y'all. So Nate, Jake, Trey, and Joe, thank y'all for joining me for this episode. This has been another episode of the Nougat Bell Podcast. Thank y'all so much for listening.